Hi, Sierra. How are you tonight? I'm a little tipsy. Well, that's kind of the whole point of the podcast, isn't it? So basically, what happened was <laughs> we found a hidden gem. And we're already tipsy on margaritas, so we decided to skip the shop portion of this podcast. It's okay. I don't think people will be disappointed not hearing me choke on tequila. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Your gag reflex has made an appearance. (laughs) It's there. Um, Okay, but we decided to make cocktails for once because, as I recall, our (laughs) podcast name is Cocktails and Colts. Did you know that? I did know that. I don't think you knew that at 2 p.m. this afternoon when you couldn't remember, but... You know that thing that we sometimes do when we're fearing... Feeling... (laughs) Fearing? (laughs) What are we fearing tonight, Sierra? Boredom and loneliness. Well, we didn't have to go there. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) No, but I meant we're feeling bored and lonely. Yeah. And then we're like, hey, do you want to record a podcast episode? And we're like, yeah, we should do that more often. And so basically, we're back. We're back. Um, And we're each going to have a little story tonight. Oh, sorry. My cat is just having a good time tonight. Um, I tickled her butt. (laughs) We're making, we make cocktails. We did a little Empress Gin, a little like a grapefruit soda, tonic. Credits to my mom, who definitely should not listen to this. Does your mom listen to this podcast? Uh, do you think she knows no. how to work no, she like doesn't. a podcast right. app? My mom also doesn't listen to this podcast. No. Thank God. My sister does. Hi, Erin. Oh, God. <laughs> but we did a little grapefruit action in yeah. the Empress. I love a good grapefruit cocktail. It's purple. Yeah. I like Not the one. grapefruit, the gin. The gin, yeah. The grapefruit is normal grapefruit color. Mine's a little more pink than yours. Yeah, that's because mine has more gin in it, um, which is for the best tonight. Yeah, because I'm a lightweight. Well, I didn't used to be. It happens to the best of us. With I'm a lightweight occasionally. And tonight's one of those nights. Tonight's one of those nights, but our waitress thought we were 30, so... <laughs> oh, God. We will be getting Botox. Chronicles of the 23-year-olds who do not get ID'd anywhere. Anywhere. Um, back <laughs> to the podcast. Maggie's going first tonight. I'm going first tonight, and I'm going to talk about the cult, Love Has Won. And this is, like, a pretty recent... Has Love Won? I don't know. Has it? Probably not. Okay. I would say no. Question. Mm-hmm. Is it currently an ongoing existing cult, or has it, like, deceased? It's, like, deceased. It's, like, <laughs> it's recently deceased in the terms, in the way that the cult leader has passed recently. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Yes. yes, yes. But there are still, like, I devoted members who I'm are, familiar. like, kind of carrying it on. But they, like, renamed their website and shit because they, like, don't want to, you know be known for what what they be doing um, what do they be doing they be doing a lot of shit because sometimes it'd be like that um so we're gonna we're gonna start from the beginning so this group was originally known under the name galactic federation of light oh boy okay pause why does every cult not every cult but why do a lot of cults have a common element of like space because space is cool 
I don't know. I think space has a lot of mystery to it. So it's like, a, it's kind of like a lot of a it's thing. It's a scapegoat. It's a scapegoat. And it's a thing a lot of people have like questions about. And not a lot of people have answers to. Which is manipulation. Okay, go on. Sure. Yeah. Um, so who we now know as the leader, Amy Carlson, she was not the original founder, but once she was recruited, she quickly became the leader known as Mother God. She claims, well, claimed she's dead now. (laughs) Spoiler alert. She claimed to be God. So this was a self-named Mother of God? Kind of, yeah. Self-named, but like people went along with it. So the group proclaimed, and she proclaimed, that she was a divine 19-billion-year-old being. What? 19-billion? I'm no mathematician, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure. Sierra, just wait. Just wait. What? Who who had birthed all creation. So you came out of... Amy Carlson's vagina, technically. But is she Her claiming spiritual vagina? Is she is she claiming to have birthed like all of living creatures? Yes. So like she is God. Reptilians and all. She's God. In the beginning, there was Amy Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> um, she claimed claimed she's dead once again. <laughs> that she uh, was reincarnated over the 19 billion years, has been reincarnated 534 times, I guess, as humans. But, okay, so cats get nine lives, but Amy Carlson gets 600 plus? 534. Um, Until she actually died, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, there's a little, like, Vice documentary on YouTube. It's, like, 11 minutes. And they, like, did the math, and she would have had to been alive over like i think it was like fourteen thousand years or something based on those well i mean she did claim to be a couple several billion you're right um of those so far it checks out (laughs) the math is adding up i'm no mathematician but go on um so some of the the things the people she claims to have reincarnated as are jesus she claims to remember being hung on the cross Yep. Jonah Bark, Marilyn, and Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra, which, like, these are all very different people. But, like, it's a story we've all heard before of individuals claiming to be one or all of these people. So, like, get a grip. <laughs> well, she doesn't have a grip. That's the point. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, like, her vision was that she would lead 144,000 people into a mystical fifth dimension. Now, you couldn't hear my eye roll, but I eye rolled. Um, the, what this fifth... Sorry, awkward pause. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. Um, so, we're going to backtrack because, like, the mystical fifth, fifth dimension thing is not explained. You want it to be explained, it's not. When Carlson joined the group, she was married to her third husband. What year was this? Unclear. But it was like... <laughs> it was like Give me a decade. About, like, 16 years now. Um, it was 15 so in 2020. Yeah. Okay. Um, 2020 was 15 years. So early 2000s, like 2005. 
Okay. Um, oh, damn. Why do I think that 15 years ago is the 90s? It's because you're not. <gasps> oh, my God. No. Aren't you the same way, though? Like, if someone says, like, 15 years ago, do you automatically think, like, mid to late 90s? I think, like, late 90s, early 2000s. So I'm, like, a little more on track. God damn. Anyway, so, like, think 2005. She's married to her third husband. She has three kids. This is All of them from different fathers. This is after the a Cinderella story came out? Yes. After that, she's she's the manager of a McDonald's. She's got three kids by three different fathers. She's on her third husband. So she really has it all going for her. She does. Um, and she, I guess, saw, was recruited, saw on the internet or whatever this cult, and she was like, I'm going to join. And then it doesn't really say how. So it existed before her? Yes. But it doesn't really say how, but somehow she rose through the ranks and became the leader and mother god. There's not really an explanation anywhere of that. So, Mm. which is intriguing. Um, Another little fun fact. Apparently that Donald Trump was her father in a past life. They kind of, like, bought into a lot of the, like, QAnon shit that, like, goes along with Donald Trump. Um, recently, you mean? Recently. So, like, all the shit that's, like, went down with this cult was in 2020. So, like, a lot of this information is from, like, in the middle of the pandemic, which is kind of fascinating to see this going on, like, at the same time. Um, throughout her lead as the cult, her 15, 16 years, I think she died after like 15 years um she had several romantic partners and each one was referred to as father god um but then she had multiple the last one was like an ex-con with like kids he left behind so i think he was just like avoiding the law at that point but anyway so there was like a core group that lived in a small town in colorado um, they did daily live streams on YouTube because how else do you reach the public? And that's how they were trying to recruit people, get donations, sell their new age. The digital age. The digital age. <laughs> they were trying to sell their new age products. So if you like, I, uh, I don't know if I have it written down, but they have like a current website and they still sell like crystals and shit on their website. And like, I've got crystals. Don't get me wrong, but like, don't buy them from these people. Um, they would like live stream all day all day common theme with cults is like live streaming (laughs) nonsense um they also sold vitamin supplements apparently oh okay this is the fun part so she claimed that she could commit etheric surgery and she could like take your brain out fix it and put it back without spiritually yes she claimed uh, there's a dr phil episode on this cult watch it it's on youtube the whole thing it's like two episodes, but they someone put it on YouTube as one. Thank you, YouTube. The same way they sponsor us. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like she like claimed that she could, did over like I want to say like a hundred thousand of these, and they Doctor Phil like on the air did the math, and he was like, you would have to do like over 18 a day for like 15 years no days off and they're like well we saw her they had like her two of her like loyal followers on there these two like white girls who are exactly what you'd expect these new agey cult members to look like and they're like we well when we joined like three years ago she was doing like 30 a day so that tracks what well 
Does it, okay, it turns out it's just a phone call. She can do the mental surgery over a phone call. Do you think she was on cocaine? She was on weed and alcohol. She, to bring me to my point, she's like an alcoholic. Like, there's no way around it. An angry drunk. Um, and, like, her followers excuse it by saying, well, alcohol's, like, derived naturally. So, like, she can't take pain pills because those aren't natural, but she can drink the fuck out of some vodka and tequila. Wait, but I'm sorry. Doesn't it involve a human to distill it? I guess, but, like... That's not natural. Mother God didn't create alcohol as is. Well, Mother God was getting fucked up on some tequila. There's literally, like, a video of her, like, screaming, like, give me a tequila shot! And I'm like relatable but like maybe don't be so aggressive about it damn anyway yeah so she claims she can like heal people through these like mental surgery phone calls um so the group like was in colorado and then in i think september ish sometime in 2020 they went to hawaii for a little bit and the hawaiians were like get the fuck out so they were in hawaii for like a couple months in the middle of the pandemic yes in the middle of the pandemic they went to hawaii in the middle of the pandemic were forced to leave protesters were like protesting outside the house that they were living in there they came back uh, i think they ended up back in colorado um of, sorry but of course it's fucking colorado yeah like where else are you gonna have a cult <laughs> maybe it's the altitude <laughs> Maybe everyone there is deprived of oxygen and they're a little woo-woo. Maybe. So, on the a track of that, so yeah, she was accused of drinking large amounts of alcohol. I wouldn't even say accused. Like, she owned up to being like, yeah, I drink a lot. It, because she was in a lot of pain because apparently being like Mother God in a human body is painful and like she could heal herself, but like she just doesn't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's healing everyone else. Oh, God. Um, oh, Mother God. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. Um, but, yeah, she, like, locked herself. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. She, there's, like, a lot of footage. Because all this was live streamed. So there's video evidence of all this. Um, members were, so they, all members, would, there's, like, 15 or 20 of them that actually, like, live with her. Would go to bed around midnight and forced to wake up at 5 a.m., they had to keep to these hours. It was actually encouraged to not sleep at all. So, like, typical. Typical cult. Typical. Typical cult sleep deprivation. If you haven't listened to our Nexium episodes, <laughs> typical. Um, she was constantly drinking. An ex-member said she was, who was actually the ex-member who was interviewed in the documentary was like one of her lovers for a little bit and he said she would drink like nine highball glasses of vodka minimum a night and just straight vodka not mixed with anything of course yeah and like sierra we don't do vodka (laughs) so this woman was an alcoholic people weren't sleeping um she honestly like if you watch these the videos of her like she's angry and yelling she calls people who won't submit to love whores wait love as in what love as in like the cult like everyone needs to submit to love slash to her um like sexually or no 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 none of it was sexual besides like the father gods that she was with okay so what love as in just 
love as a concept. But, like, the problem was she was not loving. There's footage of her locking a a crying child in a closet as time out. And Dr. Phil was like, that's abuse. And she's like, you call it abuse, I call it time out. And he's like, no, you can't lock a kid in the closet. Um, I mean... you Some parents right. would classify that as timeout, yeah. But it's not. Um, and then there's footage of her yelling at... There's a lot of the YouTube videos are of her yelling at one specific dude with, like, a beard. And I'm like, I kind of feel bad for him. It seems like he got, like, the grunt of her wrath. But, I don't know, maybe he deserved it. <laughs> but anyway, he brought her the wrong dinner. He was supposed to bring her chicken parmesan. But he brought her meatballs on accident. And she was very upset. She called him a whore and a motherfucking whore. Um, she cursed bleep, a lot. Bleep, 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 bleep. Um, and was like raging at this dude because he brought her the wrong dinner. But she was obviously like clearly like belligerently drunk, and that's when then she was then yelling also for a tequila shot. Um, there's like a video of her like holding her cat by like the nape of its neck, just dangling it by the nape of its neck. She was just, like, a really angry woman and drunk. And then, at some point, she admits that, like, she has, like, stage 5 cancer. Was that real or no? It seems to be. She was, like, physically paralyzed um, from the waist down. Wait, what? (laughs) So... She, the group, like, because, like, they were kind of at their most active, honestly, during COVID, um... She was recommending colloidal silver as a cure for covid and was personally drinking large oh. amounts of it daily oh. but like she was already crazy before the colloidal silver right but it's all making sense now but that's what made her like very thin she probably was, caused the cancer either caused the cancer or exasperated it and then like that's what really caused like her, her lack of being able to use her limbs um <laughs> But, like, people were having to, like, carry her around and shit. Also, (laughs) this is a side note, but in the Dr. Phil interview, she's wearing, like, a rainbow bow on her head, top of her head, like, fucking Jojo Siwa. (laughs) And I couldn't take her seriously. No. Um, But, yeah, she was, like, claiming to be, like, you know... Um, sick and Ew. like she was like that's why we're in Hawaii it's so I can take time and heal myself well that didn't work obviously they came back to Colorado um, and then in September no April 2021 so like just a few months ago that's when they found her body her mummified corpse was discovered in a trailer in Crestone Colorado um, it was in a state of decay that suggested it had been she had it, she. Well, <laughs> it would be. Mother God, Mother it. God, it, she. Um, had been in a state of decay for several weeks. Um, she was 45 at the time she died. She was found in a sleeping bag wrapped in Christmas lights. Her face had, like, glitter makeup on it, but her eyes had been removed. Was it mummified? Yes, it was. A mummified corpse. Did they do an autopsy? Kind of. Did they confirm that she had cancer? Yes, but the the coroner is the one who had like really pushed about the um, colloidal silver being like the 
cause of death. Right. So colloidal silver in large amounts can cause skin discoloration, which like in her final hours, it was said that like her, her skin was like a bluish gray. She was very thin. It can cause seizures, stroke, organ failures. Um, all Sounds that, about right. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, she, like I said, she, um, that, so like that's how they found her, but, um, and then the members of the cult were charged with abuse of a corpse. Oh, really? Um. How many people? Seven. Were charged? Yes. Interesting. And then I think they tried to, like, kind of up the charges, too. To I think that's else. not very common. No, but, like, I think they were, like, this is kind of... I think her family... Like, mutilation. Yeah, and I think her family kind of pushed for it, too. Wait, so her family was backing behind her? No, no, no. They didn't support her, but they were, like... At the very least, they could have, like, not fucked up her body or whatever. Um, like, right. her mom... Her sister... One of her sisters takes has been, like over the years has taken care of her kids they're pretty grown now i think but yikes her mom like her mom and her sisters are on the dr phil episode like being like we don't believe you you need help come home yeah and she was like no i'm god um yeah and there's like a weird like thing where she like after robin williams died she thought she could like talk to robin williams um He's, like, the purest soul. Why would you drag him into a cult? I don't know. But this woman, like, you really have to watch the YouTube videos and, like, clips of her. Because, like, I've never seen someone so angry and so drunk. So what was the what was the appeal of the cult? Like, what were, what were the principles? Right. So it was very, like, new agey. They adopted a lot of, like, new agey, like, love. But besides her as, like, the the figure, like... There really wasn't much else is the thing. Like, they adopted some other new agey ideas. Was um, it just, like, centralized in Colorado mostly? So it was just a group of people who, like, yeah. liked her, basically? Basically, and then, like, a few people joined after the fact, like, from the YouTube streams and were like, something's missing from my life. I'm going to go figure this out. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't do that over YouTube. <laughs> Probably not. Well, and then like this one man, he he during went. a pandemic, no less. Right. A lot of a lot of the people did join during the pandemic, and this one man like went and joined, and then I guess his they claimed his energies weren't right, and so they left him like wandering naked in the mountains. Oh no! And like park rangers like found him, and he was like very disoriented, and apparently he was like already a conspiracy theorist. So I think a lot Susceptible. of yeah, a lot of this geared towards people who are already like believing of conspiracy theories, believe who were looking for like new agey. So do you think there was crossover between like QAnon? A little, maybe a little, but not really. I think that was kind of more like on the side like okay. it seemed I mean she claimed like love like you if you didn't follow her and you didn't follow love like submit to love you weren't going to go to this fifth dimension and that I guess the to me it seemed like maybe the fifth dimension is like heaven space heaven space heaven it's very unclear what they were actually trying to do is the thing so it's just a crazy lady leading people right and like she was drunk and yelling constantly like a lot of cursing and like crazy laugh like 
I'm talking like, you know, like maniacal. evil villain, maniacal laughing in between like drunken, like ragings and like, <laughs> yes. no, I'm not even joking. That's what she fucking sounded like. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to read so their, their new website is called 5d false disclosure. And I think that's what they're on YouTube and Instagram now as well. Um, but they have, like, Mother God story on there. Um, and I think this is, she wrote this in 2016, obviously, before she, she passed. Um, I'm just going to... instead I'm going to read some excerpts here. In 1975, as far as my current understanding is, I was born as the first experimental crystal child, meaning they could not program me or condition me. I have been awake all my life, but I had to experience the human condition and go through a process of awakening, and you're already lost and I'm lost. Um, it's like every living being is awake and goes through the human condition. So it says in 2005, I quit my 15 year career to be a stay at home mom. Her 15 year career was being a manager at. Um, McDonald's. Mickey D's. And, like, no shame to anyone who's a manager at McDonald's, but, like... But shame to managers at McDonald's. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Maybe don't call it, like, a career of 15 years. Like, you, like, quit your, like, fucking corporate job. I don't know. Accounting. Um, And then apparently, like, an angel appeared to her. And was like, you gotta go. And so she left and she didn't want to leave her kids, but she had to because she had a higher calling. Bullshit. Um, Her oldest was, I think, 12 when she left. Um, And the middle was like nine. So like those two remember. Um, And then there's like a whole bunch of nonsense. Something about like Adam and Eve making love. Um... And then she's, like, all these visions, and, like, she starts getting visions that she was Mother Earth and Mother God, and, um, she was in, like, this other, like, it, none of it makes sense. Like, I think even if you were stoned, you'd be confused. Like, there's something about a multiverse, which I guess, like, tracks with, like, the fifth dimension part, um... And there's something about, like, chip implants and chips. Oh, of course. Which, like, I, that kind of tracks with, like, the QAnon shit yep. a little bit. Um, and then she, like, becomes awakened to her full consciousness. And that's... A, a lot of cults do that where they talk about, like, full consciousness. And, like, their leader is the only one to have ever reached this consciousness. And everyone else is trying to achieve it but can't. Um and she's like preparing for mass ascension and it's just like all these common cult things that like every single cult claims like mass ascension and you know like some sort of enlightenment and it's just like her family thinks it's bullshit everyone who's left thinks it's bullshit Dr. Phil thinks it's bullshit Dr. Phil thinks everything is bullshit that's true but like same <laughs> At the end of the day, it was just this angry woman with an alcohol problem. There's videos of her, too, like, lighting up a bong. Like, no one else was allowed to use drugs or alcohol except for her, too. So, like, everyone else is serving her, and she's just drunk constantly, and they're bringing her food, and, like, 
serving her every need and like it wasn't a cold it was just an excuse for her to get drunk and have people take care of her at the end of the day helpless woman it was just a helpless woman who's mentally ill and left her family to go be an alcoholic and it's like in colorado in colorado and it's really fucking sad but like you just gotta watch the videos because it's just like i've never seen someone that in a state of drunkenness and like repeatedly and that angry like calling someone a fucking whore because they don't believe in the same thing she does and like calling her followers fucking whores when they bring her the wrong food (laughs) i don't know like cue every white woman at a restaurant ever though you're a fucking whore because i want a chicken parmesan not meatballs um so love has not won is the moral of the story love was really not even at the center of the cult anger was at the center of the cult and alcoholism so do with that what you will but that's love has won um i will say rather disappointed that i didn't there wasn't even like a a little grasp of something that i could be like okay i could see why people would want to be a part of that well that's why there were only like 15 members purpose behind it. There was no purpose. Okay, mine... Yours has a purpose? Mine has like, hella purpose. That's good. I'm glad. I'd love to hear the purpose. Like, mine... Okay. My cult is perhaps the same but opposite of yours. Okay. I'm intrigued. The same, in fact, that there's a mentally unstable woman behind it. And that there's, like, it's rather small. Okay. But there is an initiative. Mm, I love initiative. And the initiative is to kill yourself. (laughs) That's a lot of cults, actually. But that's... No, no, no. Not, like, in the, like, Jonestown, like, we're gonna off ourselves for, like, you know, to go to the fifth dimension or whatever. No, this is to, like, off yourself because that's the morally right thing to do. Okay, explain, please. So, my cult that I will be explaining, which I I will say, there's debate whether or not it's deemed a cult or not. Okay. Based off of, like, you know, researchers and psychological... Mm-hmm. Yeah, psychologists. Yeah. <laughs> psychologists. So, you know, based on, the, like, the things that deem things a cult, basically, it's a religion slash cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's called... I mean, the, most religions are low-key cults. But. It's called the Church of Euthanasia. Okay. okay. But just wait. I mean, you've already got me intrigued. Yes. Okay. So, the founding member slash mm-hmm. leader is named Chris Corda. Okay. Who is a transgender male to female okay. individual. So, like, in their adult life when the cult was active. Transition then. Known as she. Okay. She transits. So I will be referring to Chris as she. Okay. And so... Is this in the U.S. or is this... Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Massachusetts 
Massachusetts. <laughs> okay, wait. No, you pronounce it. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Which is interesting because that's like interesting. <laughs> that's like Puritan. Okay, it town. has nothing to do with that. No, but like it's yeah, like I know, okay. but nothing to do with okay. that. Massachusetts in 1992. Mm-hmm. Overall, there were about 200 plus members. I say 200 plus because 200 were like the physical in Massachusetts members okay. and then plus being internet members. Interesting. Okay. So this is also kind of like in relation to our previous episode of Heaven's Gate where it was like an internet cult where the dissemination of media and information over the internet in the 90s like it it reached people that it wouldn't have normally reached so it is now technically inactive technically technically so they're all technically inactive (laughs) technically who's those few people okay but basically the sole purpose is to lessen the impact of overpopulation Mm -hmm. on earth okay right i mean like good cause i guess okay just wait for it okay their their main tenant if you will is Mm -hmm. thou shall not procreate okay which, you know, you can have your individual beliefs about whether or not you make that decision, but when it's put on to others... You can't force people to not have babies or have babies. Yeah. Yes. Especially when it's, like, a natural... It's a natural way of life, basically. It's also, like, not easy, but, like, kind of easy to accidentally... Right. Like, it's a... It's, it's, it's more or less a choice not to procreate. Right. So basically they supported ethically responsible suicide. And can, can I ask a question? Yes. What makes suicide ethical? Because it's for the greater good. But is there like a way of committing it that's more ethical to them or is it just like No, else? no, it doesn't matter the way in which you kill yourself. It matters that you are off this planet. Cool. So basically, the good news is... <laughs> oh, there's good news. <laughs> it's not good news that one person killed themselves. But the good news is that only one person killed themselves directly, like, citing okay. the church. So basically, Chris Corda is... A musician. Oh God. Oh no. Is a musician. What kind just, of musician? <laughs> Does she play bass? Techno electronic. And um, uh, look up her Instagram. It's like a please. DJ. I might at the end of this. I might like, uh, like play a snippet. Not a DJ. No. no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. And a software developer. So that's like her day job. <laughs> Girl boss. Okay. But anyways, she had a dream. <laughs> they always do. So they always they, do. Don't they all? It all comes through. They, I, as I say. I had a dream. I spoke French last ori- night. Original. Such an original origin story. She had a dream where an alien being blah, blah, blah came to her. Why are you talking aliens? The alien being that came to her in the dream. And guess what the alien was called? I don't even want to know. 
The being. <laughs> that's creative. The being. The being. So the being. That's what I thought it was referenced as, but it's the being. 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 Right. So this alien basically came to her in her dream and said, you know, the earth is being overpopulated. There's a bunch of negligence going on and the earth is in danger. Wee woo woo woo. Like, whoop. Basically, like, sound the alarms. You're responsible. Sound the alarm. <laughs> okay. Anyways, our sound effects are so <laughs> Okay. So to go back a little bit. She is an only child mm. to <laughs> stop it. Sierra's an only child. Fuck you for insinuating that I could become a cult leader. Listen, I can see it. Well, I mean, I know I'm hot, but like, if you were like a right brand of crazy, you could. I mean, I am crazy. Okay. Fuck you. Okay. Anyway, back to the cult. Fuck you. Okay. Maybe just shh. Okay, I'll be quiet now. Listen to the story. (laughs) Marnie's listening. She was an only child to parents who were in the film and art industry. So Um. that's where we, I personally, I believe that maybe her childhood was a little different, perhaps. And she grew up in Manhattan in like a bougie apartment. And so, basically, like, I just think that maybe she kind of got some non-traditional ideals passed down to her in which she then took to the extreme, coupled with some psychological disorders. There's always a couple psychological disorders. Right. But basically, from, like, the very young age of, like, 10 years old, she saw a New York Times article that had, like, a headline that basically was, like, the Earth is in danger because of, like, new information in, like, the 70s coming about that, like... Carbon monoxide, like, global warming, like, basically emissions, you know, ruining the Earth's ecological, you know, blah, blah, blah. She feared climate change at a very young age, but that translated into fearing humans. Okay. So, she grew a disdain for people very early on where she just thought there were too many of them and that we as a species became like basically you know like the top of the food pyramid that was unnatural okay so basically we overstepped our bounds and we became like the superior race that really should be knocked down a peg basically I mean the sad thing is like some of this is like low key true. Okay, like, shut up. Shut up. No, no. Okay. Shut up. So, combined, combined with all of the issues is what is the issue. Right. So, you can believe in climate change, but like, you don't have to hate human beings. Right. So, anyways, she ended up like, as she grew up, denounced her family and her family had wealth and so basically she kind of like I guess denounced capitalism and material possessions but she's very contradictory which we'll get into later 
Basically, she developed a fear of conforming and standardized, like, the standardized human. So, being a person in society and in capitalism, she thought was wrong. Okay. But she was one. (laughs) I mean, you kind of can't avoid it. So, especially in Manhattan. Right? Like... The rent price, right? Right. So, like, like you, you would think that she would become like this recluse, like in the woods and shit. But that's not or like squat. It's at least squat in Manhattan. Yeah. Or something, you know? No, it, it's just no. It's not what happened. But the real kicker is to me the one that makes the most sense is she had like from a really early age an influence from the Dada art movement we love Dada well not in this case but like I like a little touch of Dada we like learning about Dada is the difference okay she took Dada Dada to the next level and if you don't know what it is if you haven't took taking an art history course let us enlighten you basically five second summary um it it came after like world war one and basically it was the result of like counterculture and basically shocking and offensive art to be obnoxious in a way that was like you know fuck society fuck capitalism Fuck, fuck everything. Fuck the norm. Yeah. Basically. And so it was just very strange. Um, Marcel Duchamp was like a major Dada artist and, you know, okay, look it up. But basically, <laughs> basically, she used this to later on draw attention to her cause, basically. But la di da blah 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 um she hated people and she chose to lead of <laughs> she chose to lead a movement of people even though she hated people like the solution for her could have just been to like off herself and then be done so basically like Eventually, she created, like, a website because she was a software developer and stuff. And so that reached, like, a, a wider audience. But it, this is based in and around Massachusetts and Provincetown. Ooh. And so um, she Ooh, got in. Con. And Somerville. And basically, mm-hmm. she... <laughs> <laughs> Vacation spots. Not really. Okay. But anyways, she got involved into techno music because she believed it was, like, apolitical and okay yeah long story short the ecosystem was failing in her dream leaders are lying to everyone and the being told her save the planet kill yourself save the planet kill yourself save the planet kill yourself did she save the planet and kill herself that she did not (laughs) damn it hypocritical right okay but i don't know you'd be the first to go (laughs) right right you first bitch right okay so she's anti-humanism which is a which is a movement and okay it's just a part of the larger whole right and so she began spreading this anti-humanism like theme through protests and stunts at 
events and in like you know parks and around new york and massachusetts and congress floors and whatnot and yeah and so there were certain times in which she claimed for it to be satirical right i'm a little confused but but i could just be drunk basically the church they claim to be a church and they switch back and forth from serious to satire all the time. So basically they were like, you need to take this seriously. Like we are like the church of euthanasia. Like you need to save the planet and kill yourself. They were like, you need to take this seriously. We're in danger. But then she was like, (laughs) but it's just a joke. She was like, (laughs) we're just like being funny and like I have a dark sense of humor (laughs) was that maybe to like keep authorities off their back or was that like she just couldn't decide no she was crazy oh she was she was unhinged I have a question yes um if everyone were to kill themselves to save the planet who would be left to enjoy it well but the animals the thing of it is is like her stance was that in her lifetime, the worldly population, like, magnified. Okay. So, from, like, a couple billion to six to eight billion right. within her lifetime. And so, even if a percentage of them okay. killed themselves, it would bring the humans back down to, like, a more even okay. level. Okay. Okay. So, basically... Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, created the website along with songs. Oh, cute. So, like, some hymns for the church? Mm, techno hymns. <laughs> Maybe I go to the like, church if there were teach them, hymns. you know, to spread the awareness. And then there were secret meetings, and then they referred to themselves. Like, in order to, like, create an actual church, they referred to themselves. Chris Corda was the reverend, and then there were pastors underneath her, and then deacons, and then sisters. But the problem is, if you know even a little bit about religion, that's very contradictory. And Because those are, like, Protestant versus Catholic vibes. Yes, and also, like, some people were referred to as sisters, and some were not. And so, like, really didn't have any rhyme or reason to it. But they wanted to make themselves like esteemed, basically. Do you know if they got tax exempt status or? I'll get to that. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll get to that. And so basically, they were warning people of the apocalypse and ecological disasters. Typical. They wanted to prevent that, and they were anti-war because the thing is, they were pro natural death death and like anti like uh, the civilians who were unwilling to die i mean i guess also like war kind of produces like a lot of co2 probably yeah but we'll get to that oh i'm getting ahead of myself contradictory so basically their their structure and their pillars were There has to be a willful compassion to not procreate and to reduce the Earth's population. And their four pillars of the church were suicide, abortion, sodomy, and cannibalism. 
can can I ask what sodomy has to do with the other ones? Like the other ones kind of have to relate to death, but like, what's sodomy got to do with this? Bitch? I'll, I'll explain each of them. Okay. So, which one do you want to hear about first? The <laughs> sodomy? Yeah, because like the others are self-explant. Well, I guess cannibalism isn't like super self-explant. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll start from the beginning. Okay. So basically. They didn't want anyone to procreate, right? right? So they didn't want anyone choosing to have kids. So the abortion was basically, like, telling people that having a... <laughs> it's fucked up. But having a child was the non-natural choice. And that abortion was, in fact, the natural, ethical, morally correct choice which is contradictory to, like, anti-abortion groups who were like, it's the morally right thing to do to raise a child, you know? So they took the exact opposite right. approach. Well, like, I can see so both sides. But just, hold on. They, it's, they were not pro-choice is the problem. Gotcha. It was they're not abortion Yes, they're not pro-choice. They're pro... They're, they're pro-kill your fetus. Dope. Eat the fetus. It's you Eat don't the you don't have <laughs> you do not have a choice. And so sodomy plays a role in that because they wanted to promote non procreative sex. So do it in the ass. So they were <laughs> they were not promoting rape necessarily, but they were pro doing non procreative sex. The the cannibalism part is interesting because she was vegan. Okay. <laughs> Are humans vegan now? No. Oh. <laughs> she was vegan, but she like hardcore promoted that an alternative for others who could not choose to be vegetarian or vegan <laughs> was that already dead humans were an option. No. And so basically <laughs> No Basically get this. I don't wanna know, but I do. She um she stated that there's a lot of there's I'm already gagging and she hasn't even said what's happening. You're never gonna guess. Oh no. There's a lot of um motor vehicle accidents. <laughs> what? In America. Yeah, there are. Continue. <laughs> and so as a part of that tragedy. I shouldn't be laughing right now, but I am, and so are you. What's what's next? <laughs> Because there's so many humans that die naturally because of automotive accidents. Basically, <laughs> they're roadkill. I was going to make that joke, so I'm glad that was actually the joke she made. That roadkill should be, um, basically, like, it's okay to eat them, and that... McDonald's burgers are already so processed that they should ship all of the, <laughs> the roadkill humans to McDonald's and make burgers out of them. Um, I will never be eating McDonald's again after this. At least beef from McDonald's. Or chicken, actually. Where's the beef? It's human. Um, do you think humans are white meat or red meat? 
or are we like more of a pork situation? <laughs> Take that back. I can't. It's too late. <laughs> Take that back. Anyway, that's really gross. So basically, long story short, she said a lot of batshit crazy shit. And as a whole, collectively, the church firmly defended cannibalism, but they, in fact, were never proven to practice it. Do you think she ate... No, but she was a vegetarian, so she herself never She was a vegan, so no one in the actual, like, members of the group, like, were known to practice cannibalism. But they're like, if you gotta. They were like, but do it. (laughs) Like, if you won't need me do that right exactly so basically um they were also you know like the whole thing i'm just assuming you guys all know about the whole like euthanasia like voluntary euthanasia came about eventually as like a, a a thing in medical and science industries basically about like Definitely. is it morally ethical blah, 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 blah. should you let people want to like off themselves if they're in like you know medical and whatever right so they were an advocate of that but where they crossed the boundary is they posted instructions for how to kill yourself in efforts to, you know, you know, save the planet, kill yourself. Right. On their website. Okay. And they, Chris Corda herself worried about no one obeying that. Like, they, she worried that there wasn't going to be a mass suicide induced by the church she wanted that basically she she would just like follow jonestown or something no 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 no. but the thing is she wanted others to kill themselves but she didn't want to and in an interview she actually responded to someone and she quote unquote said i'll kill myself when i feel like it so then by that logic anyone else can kill themselves when they feel like it yeah, she wanted everyone else to kill themselves when they feel like it, oh. but she was gonna, she wasn't, she didn't have any plans to kill herself unless At she felt time. like it. Okay. Don't make excuses for No, I'm just curious, I'm curious, because I feel like this cult has a lot of things where, like, besides, like, some of them are inherently bad, but, like, being pro-choice and, like, supporting abortion versus, like, being pro-abortion. We, we've never really heard that Right, or like, you know, allowing the option for death with dignity in forms of euthanasia versus, like, being pro-kill yourself. Like, those are two different... It's different, very contradictory. It goes the line of, like, there are some things that, like, could be okay, and then it just goes... But the problem far. is, yeah, they're on both sides of the line. So, yes. basically, she's likely manic, bipolar, and paranoid schizophrenic. That already And happens. so, they wanted to be recognized as a religion. And so, they had some issues and run-ins with the IRS and the law. Mm. But they were deemed as a public charity because they disseminated information about saving the planet. And so she made a deal with the IRS to not be an official religious organization, but they did, in fact, get IRS tax exemption because of the, like, 
public charity aspect because they sold like t-shirts and banners and flyers that they're considered like a non-profit basically um but they were still allowed to call themselves a church without being an actual registered like religion okay and then they jumped on this whole other band oh god stay with me folks There's too many bandwagons stay there. with me stay with me i'm with you Unabomber for president? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. The one and only Ted Kaczynski. For president? <laughs> 1996. They wrote Ted Kaczynski in, in 1996 election that for was president. Like, was that the year, Cl- like, Clinton? Or was that the first Bush? That was Clinton. It doesn't matter. They shifted from their stance on voluntary suicide to supporting the Unabomber for president, which is basically, like, non-voluntary control of, like, mass suicide. Not mass suicide, but, like, murder. Were they pro-murder or no? Well, towards the end, maybe? No, it was back and forth, which is the whole, which is the whole thing. They were pro this like stance because they didn't care about the inconsistency, and they basically they were gonna worship you if you did kill yourself for the church. They were gonna canonize you if you took your own life. Okay, but they were back and forth on the whole like, oh, but like. Also, like, if someone were to have, like, a mass, like, event and, you know, off a bunch of people of Earth, you know, then, like, that would be good. That would be for the benefit of the planet. But then, li- but then they were like, wait, but, like, the, the ethically, and I say they, meaning Chris Corda. Okay. So, like, she was like, but actually, you know, like, we support, you know, like, the self-voluntary suicide. So, this suicide assistance, they, she set up a suicide assistance hotline. Okay. Like, a phone number. And even created, like, billboard ads and stuff for it. And basically, it had copy written, basically taking advantage of people who were already potentially in a suicidal state to go through with it. Interesting. And... She at one point was like, obviously there's black humor in this. Uh, and then luckily the basically the phone company refused to host the hotline. Good. So luckily like there was never actually like anyone who reached out to it. But radio shows did advertise for it and the billboard did exist. So you're putting this message out into the universe to potentially attract like very vulnerable people to go through with it and it had pre-recorded messages to basically be it instructed you exactly how you can and could kill yourself and you know that's it's no joke it's right that there's no black humor involved in that that's not funny it when you have specified instructions on how to go through with it no so essentially chris corda wanted 
someone to kill themselves so that their family could potentially sue the church in order to make the church famous. She wanted a legal battle. So she just wanted attention. Yeah. She wanted a legal battle because, you know, the church would gain exposure if there was a defamation, you know, wrongful death lawsuit. Eventually, the one person did kill himself one woman and she had a printout next to her deceased body of the church of euthanasia so it was like undeniable so it was it was directly credited so luckily there were no other confirmed accreditations of there suicides could have been others who just did there could have been it. right and so like a lawyer a prosecutor wanted to go after them and there might have been an unsettled lawsuit or a settlement basically and she took down the instructions on the website and the hotline and everything That's on how to kill themselves. But do you remember? I brought this up a while back, but do you remember the last. <laughs> Cute. The last episode on Heaven's Gate? Mm hmm. So that happened in the 90s, remember? Like, mid-90s, the mass suicide, you know, the Nike suits and everything. The vibes, yeah. She had a thing for celebrating any national and international mass suicides of other cults. And so she celebrated the Heaven's Gate mass suicide by going to a park. And basically, she um, dug up earthworms. 39 of them for each of the deceased 39 victims of the Heaven's Gate mass suicide. No, I don't think you do. don't? She kissed. Oh, I thought you were going to say she ate them. No. No, she kissed every single one of the 39 earthworms and then put them back. But why? To honor. But there's like other ways you could do that. To honor the Heaven's Gate mass suicide. (laughs) Right. But, okay, so. Drink, I don't know. Getting back to, like, the, you know, I'm all over the place, but basically, like, with the whole pro-abortion stance, their group harassed Mm. abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood clinics in the exact opposite way that pro-life groups did. So, basically, they would shame, like, people who sought help to, like, basically figure their own situation out and choose for themselves. They were harassing and, like, throwing shit and making horrible signs, putting fake fetuses on sticks with fake blood and like they were doing really heinous shit and harassing people outside of clinics but i feel like that would almost have the opposite effect in terms like if i saw that i'd be like i'm keeping this shit like i don't know it's it's fucked up basically it's they're not they're not just pro-abortion they're pro-murder essentially right they're pro be get rid of all the humans awful as possible and this is really fucked up but we're nearing the end but basically i just want to mention that this is a sensitive topic but 9-11 happened right and Chris Corda is a fucked up individual and she worshipped 9-11 and basically she compared the 
plane crashing into the Twin Towers as a vagina. Wait, you lost me. (laughs) You already lost me. She basically said that, like, America's penis was taken away by the Twin Towers being crashed into and creating a vagina, creating a hole. Like the opposite of a birth? No. No. Basically, it was she... She had sexual arousal with the 9-11 attack. Basically, she she thought that it was a beautiful sexual experience and that basically not enough people died. Like, she... The thought was there, but it was... She basically said that it was more of an act or charade more than anything, and that if they really wanted to make, like, a show of things, like, more people should have died. It was more for, like, it wasn't, like, ethical enough. I need another drink after basically. that. Basically. Yeah, so if if none of the rest showed you that Chris Corda was a fucked up individual, like, this is... A fucked up individual that we're dealing with here. I mean, obviously. Right. And so, I just want to close out by maybe, like, bringing up her Instagram. Oh. She's still alive. She's still living. And like I said, the cult is technically disbanded. But she, as an individual, is still making music. Thank God. But, okay, I want to talk about something really controversial, though. Okay. On her Instagram, like, as of recently, she has a picture of her COVID vaccination card. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, okay, so you get where I'm going with this. She has a picture of her two doses of the Pfizer vaccine, and I just... Pfizer queen. Okay, okay, so I, like, I went back through, like, all of her Instagram stories and posts and whatnot. Turns out, the bitch is not anti-vax. The bitch is pro-vaccination. What? Why? Which, which makes absolutely no sense to me because you would think that she would be pro-pandemic. Like, yeah, let this take out of... Exactly. Exactly. You would think that she would want this pandemic to wipe out as many people as possible, but she herself chose to get vaccinated and basically said, you know, like, fear is not enough to, like, you know, change the, like, fate of Earth or blah, 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 like, get vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Yet she is still on her, like kill yourself save the fucking earth campaign so that is just like the controversy and like the backlash i mean if she's pro-vax everyone should be pro-vax at this exactly she can get her phone exactly she hates people and wants everyone to off themselves so that there is no earth to continue get your pfizer bitch But but yeah she's like um I don't want to die COVID to like take everyone out though. So this is um, a pro vaccine time now. Get your vaccine. Okay, but I just want to bring up the Instagram. Oh, she's got cool bangs. Like, 
some old pictures. We kind of have like the same hair color and the same haircut. <laughs> some old pictures, some new pictures. It's very interesting and it's very fucked up and I highly recommend that you go through this whole thing. Yeah, I'm not going to give her a follow, but I'm going to go look. Yes. Okay. But I do want to play some of her music for you. Oh, she has a story. Jungle dry, forest burning, ocean dying, polar melting, jungle dry, forest burning, ocean dying, polar melting, jungle dry, forest burning, ocean dying, polar melting, jungle dry, forest burning. That is called Apologize to the Future. Are you sure that's not Bo Burnham? Um, there's, there's another one that I want you to listen to. This is a performance. <laughs> That was called <laughs> Apologize to the Future as well. Can I read part of her Instagram bio? Yep. According to Groove Mag, she's the the Bob Dylan of climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Where you cross the line is when you tell people to kill themselves. And how to do it, too. And how to do it. And when you harass people for making other choices than the one that you believe in. That's when it becomes a cult. And we have, like... A charismatic leader who disseminates, you know, like her own beliefs onto others, and you have a specific instructions to followers to participate in sodomy and abortion and cannibalism and other things like that. All of those things to me add up to be a cult. Mm-hmm. Whereas even if no one except one person killed themselves, there was no mass suicide directly related, there was no major financial involvement, there was no sex scheme, like even though none of that took place, it's still a fucking cult. I think those ones that draw the line are almost worse because like it's yeah, clear. Like, well, and then there's no law enforcement that want to get right. involved with it to be like, yeah, we need to shut this down. Right. You know, it's less like black and white. It's more like it. Those slip through the cracks, right? And the fact that she kept on going back and forth between like, oh, but it's a joke, but it's not. But it's but, but like, <laughs> kill yourself. Like the back and forth and the satire versus serious, like she wanted to be taken seriously and then was like, obviously you have to see the humor in this. It's fucked up. Yeah, I'm kind of like a little bit bummed, but good thing we have our favorite segment coming up. Sierra, what's something that's not a cult but feels like a cult to you? You go first, actually. I'll go first. I just spent this entire time talking. You're right. Sierra did just talk. Um, so my what's not a cult but feels like a cult is pretty relevant, um, actually, to today. My what's not a cult but feels like a cult is the fans of Kanye West. Oh, I thought you were going to do the other one. No. I thought we were going to save this one. I couldn't save it. It's okay. just, it's too relevant. Okay. I think we can come back to it because I think there's more to be said. Yeah, we want to do a celebrity episode. Not not where we feature celebrities. <laughs> we don't know any celebrities. Uh, no, like celebrity cults, but go on. 
So, like, I don't know. I just feel like his followers, like, kind of ignore any negative that he portrays. Like, wait, did you say who you were talking about? Kanye West. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought. Um, I don't know. The fans of Kanye West just, like, ignore any negative that he does or, like, any issues that he does have. And it's. it's and not to, not to generalize, but I'm just saying a lot of cult leaders are mentally ill. And he has been transparent about the fact, and the Kardashians about the fact that he suffers from some mental right. illnesses. And, like, I've, I've thought this for a while, but then now with, like, this new, like, Donda album or whatever, like, this album's not out yet, and people are, like, ah, losing their shit, and, like, he had lived in a fucking, like, stadium for a while and was, like, Phantom of the Opera-ing the stadium. And at Soldier Field tonight... Tonight. He was reconstructing his childhood home I guess there's for a, his performance. Right, so I guess there's, like, a performance tonight that is happening as we record this. Um... I don't know. I don't even know how you would get tickets. Like, there was not, like, a sale no. bank, was there? But, but talk about the whole, like, Jesus Can't Oh, yes. That he, he had, like, a little, like, Jesus Can't Me Up at, like, gospel album, basically. Basically, yeah. And then they all were white, and they all were in this remote location, and, and they like, were all worshiping, worshiping Jesus. <laughs> and, like, you know, the Kardashians were there and whatnot. But basically, like, he led this whole thing. Well, it's like he claims to love Jesus and love God, but then he's also... He he wants people to worship him as well. Right. Like, he, he's... The name change. Right. Did you guys hear? He wants to change his name to Ye? Legally. Legally. Y-E. Um, as in Yeezy. Yeezy, Yeezus. Um, and, like, one, it's short for Kanye. Two, like, Ye is used in the Bible instead of, like, you. That was his legal sightings as yes. to why. But, like, it's just, like, he clearly wants... He's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. And, the, I mean, remember the meme, like, no one loves Kanye as much as Kanye loves Kanye. Like, love yourself as much as Kanye loves Kanye. Like... It's fucked up. He loves himself, and, like, his followers seem to... Like, people who, like... Worship the ground he right. walks like, on. I like some Kanye songs. I will not deny that, but... Right. Like, I also liked him before he right. got crazy. Like, I recognize that he's mentally ill and needs help. Like, there's, right. there's a line and some like, people Like, Britney Spears that. needs mental assistance, but, but she's not capable of being, like, a cult leader, whereas Kanye is absolutely... Right. Honestly, Kanye needs a conservatorship. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, for real. Conservatorship. Lock up, Con. Lock up, ye. Lock up, ye. Twenty twenty one. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, like, if you're a Kanye fan, no offense, but also, like, if you're a Kanye, like follower you're probably not listening to our podcast right so. so like like okay it's it's a situation where i personally i can separate the art from the right. artist and i can appreciate like kanye's songs i like kanye's songs but him as a person he is capable of some otherworldly shit and also just like he's weird as fuck and then the the loyal diehards are what right. scare us when you gotta like tell the difference between like what's art and what's just fucked up for real. There's a difference. It's weird. Anyway, Sierra. Yeah? What's not a cult that feels like a cult to you? This one mm, might be obvious. It might okay. be controversial. I'm not sure. But in my opinion, what feels like a cult but that's not a cult is... T- 
Teslas mm. and Tesla owners and Elon Musk. All Grimes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they're all Grimes in there. And I don't even know how to pronounce their fucking child's name. Mm. But, so like A-E-X. I think we'll not bring the child into it. They, <laughs> like, poor thing can't even talk yet, probably. <laughs> Okay, don't bring in the child in which they brought into this earth. Okay, anyways, um, so I just think, like, years ago, it was a cool concept, and then Elon has become this, um, um, he's, he's like the second or third richest person in the world, and basically... The fact that he has a whole space mission, he has other initiatives, and is so heavily involved in capitalism, and basically, I don't know, Tesla owners are jumping on his bandwagon. Basically, he is the cult leader, and Teslas are the vehicles of transportation to his cult-like realm. According to this article from March, Elon Musk was actually richer than Jeff Bezos at this moment. Really? Um, he was worth a nine, 197 billion while Jeff Bezos was worth 189, but I'm sure that really has since changed. Interesting. But he is one of the top 10. Yeah, he's like the second people. or third. Yeah. Along with Jeff Bezos. He's probably, I think he's second at this point. But, I mean, he's a weird dude, and if you watch TikToks, like, he's a weird dude. Grimes is a weird person. TikToks defending him are just so funny. Like, they're involved in some really weird shit, and he is... I mean, I don't believe in aliens. <laughs> he might be an alien. But he might be an alien. If was an alien, Grimes is an alien. True. <laughs> or I'm, she's just like an alien fetishist. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> Tesla owners, I think, are just like blindly following the Elon Musk train, whereas I used to, to want to have a Tesla... But now that electric vehicles have become like more and more mainstream, there's other companies. There's other options. Cheaper options too. It's not all going to one man in particular, and I just think that it's it's a cult like following. Simple as that. For sure, I feel like people forget how wealthy he is too. Like everyone focuses in on Jeff Bezos and his net worth. And why would you want to go to Mars with him? I wouldn't go to want to go to Mars with either of them. I would want to go to Mars with you. I'd go to Mars with you. But I don't want to go to Mars. Neither do I, but like if we were the only two people on Mars, it'd be a good time. Sorry, this is taking me back to Interstellar and I'm having him... (laughs) Mars wouldn't be a good time, but we're so fun that we would have a fun time anywhere we are. We would have a fun time at any planet. Any planet, any place. You and me, baby. (laughs) I'm like... I'm deeply afraid of outer space. Me too. But... I'd go there with you. <laughs> We'd have fun. We would, we would laugh through the, the trauma. Yeah, for sure. Which is what we're doing here on this podcast, is laughing through the trauma. Anyways. Um, we should go. Yeah, good night, people. I hope you have a good time. Peoples of the earth. <laughs> we are starting our own cult now. Good night. <laughs>
Bye.